0: Ahoy, hello, welcome to a brand new episode of Baffled This is our fact podcast, thank you very much for listening My name's Dan, I'm with Connor and we are still stateside In New York City on our quest, our mission To find a brand new co-host We've chatted to so many incredible people throughout the week Mm. Right now Connor, we are down in the depths of the glorious restaurant Uh, It's the Perry Club, Pastor by Hudson We are chatting to restaurateur, TV chef uh, got picked up on Shark Tank and just like all round mensch, full of bonhomie, joy de vivre. It's Brandon Faye is with us.
1: Yeah! There we go.
0: Thank you so much, Brandon. You've been like, like incredible to us and to the podcast since we've been here. And we're delighted to have you on sharing some facts.
1: Oh, cool, brother. You kidding me? Thank you so much. I'm glad to be here. Did you use the word mensch? That's so damn cool.
2: Uh, yeah, so to give everyone a little understanding as to uh, what Brandon's like, we we arrived here and we uh, we come here on the second day for a little wrecky, didn't we? We come to see what we wanted to scope out the joint. We wanted to scope out the joint. Nine and a half hours later, we departed. Yeah, that's Brandon <laughs> Faye for you. Yeah, yeah.
0: We thought we'd drop in last night to just see how everyone was getting on, maybe get a little bit of dessert, see some friends, maybe a bit of grub. Yeah. I, I cannot, I cannot stress this enough. You could hear 500 miles by the Proclaimers halfway down the street. We yeah. walked in, Brandon's there. Gaggle of amazing people around him, just like ruling the roost. And loving again, life. Departed again, <laughs> departed
2: eight and a half hours later.
0: <laughs> Before we get into our facts. So like, I wanted, I, I did want to know, and this is quite a serious question. Yeah. Is this something you like actively cultivate? Like the, the like joy for everyone all around you? Is that important for a, a chef, someone that owns a restaurant?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think, and I, and I love using, uh, cultivating is a great word. I love using the word curating. Right? Anyone who like, wants to master their craft or just have a good time, um, I and mean, that's it. I love to curate a really good time. love to just uh, if I'm not having a good time, who's gonna have a good time, right? These people walk in and I mean that's what, what the fundamentals are. I think of like going out to dinner for years. You go out to have an experience, you go out to have fun to do something that you, you know you couldn't do at home. So if they walk in and I'm out there like, you know setting something on fire, then they're, they're going to be like, "Oh, let's go to the next place."
2: I think the way to sum it up as well, from what I've experienced with Brandon, I think it's uh, something a lot of restaurants should do. Good bit of food makes great you come, makes you come right here. Yeah, but when you got brand, it makes you stay.
0: That's a great way of put it, looking at it, and you can tell. So that's really cool. Thank you,
2: brother. Makes Brandon, you stay. So Brandon that was, got high um, honor.
0: Brandon got picked up by a couple of. Um, uh, the the sharks on the show Shark Tank, if you're in the UK, that's like they. You dragon. can also go
2: back and watch Brandon on Shark Tank, which I Man. definitely, definitely recommend you doing. And, and, and
0: you can see what really sells it. I mean, the idea is great, you know, quick made pasta that you can have on the go if you fancy. But it's just like, and Americans are enthusiastic, by the way, but you're so enthusiastic. And it's just incredible to
2: watch. Well, I've noticed as well, New York is um, big on the Italian food. Yeah. Big huge. on the Italian food. Huge. And it, it's actually, I've been to New York, this has been my fifth time now. It's quite hard to get good Italian food. There's a lot of options, but a lot of it is actually not that great. But I feel like Pasta, pasta by Hudson up there, Perry Club up there. So, yeah, if you're ever in New York, come down. Brandon will sort you out, we hope.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, well, first of all, a huge honor and thank you. No, New York City is like the melting pot, first of all, all different cultures. But two is like we take our food seriously, mm. right? And so when you find a good spot, there are so many other people out there as well that I love going to. And I just like um you know it just it baffles me baffled there we go shot when i walk into a place that isn't doing it right because at the end of the day you know you're you're like we're all here for the anyway cheers mates
0: and if you you know if you can't get some food while you're here you'll at least get a great rendition of the proclaimers and stories about almost every celebrity you know hopefully we'll get some of those in just a bit as i say so uh, Brandon this is our fact podcast we are a host down so we've been all around New York City to find nice. a brand new co-host we are going to share some facts it's up to you listening whether they are worth remembering whether they're good pub ammo whether they can be shared or if they should be just chucked away in the big bin of nonsense
2: Connor starts off with a fact mate okay we'll start uh, with just a nice little New York one to ease us in statistically, one in every 38 US citizens live in New York City, which I think makes perfect sense because every year I come, it gets busier and busier. This year I've come, it's almost unbearably busy. Yeah, you've mentioned that. Yeah, so I believe that everybody has just moved to New York. One in 38 US citizens are based in this city. You've you've lived here all your life, right? Yeah, yeah, one of people. Have you noticed, like,
0: as it gets busier and busier, and I don't know if there was a moment where you thought, there's, there's a lot of people here right now.
2: Mm.
1: Well, by the way, I was, if I was a mathematician, I was trying to do the backwards math of that because it's probably be really cool if you had pen and paper one day. You could take that and try to figure out how many people we are talking about. We already know how many people in the United States, but that has some mathematical equation to it, which I, which I really find quite interesting. Yeah. So you brought a fact that like not only just tells you right away for like face value, there's a lot of people that come to New York to live here from all over the place. But if you back that out, it's also kind of a, a trivial
0: fact. 2.6% of Americans live in New York City, which Crazy, doesn't right? sound huge. But when you think it's a massive place a, and, yeah.
2: and New York City, you know, it's big,
0: but it's not that big. I it shows to,
2: how dense we are. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to ask you, Brandon, not that I don't see it, but I wanted to get from... Because you've lived in New York your whole life, yeah. whole life, right? So I wanted to get, uh, get from, from you, what do you think the appeal is and the attraction? Because it is an expensive city. It is a busy city, right? And there are lots of... But what do you think it is that attracts especially Americans that like could live anywhere really to New York out of every other you know
1: yeah i mean i think i think melt the fact that like i said before it's a melting pot literally you can come to new york and you have not only people from all the united states but all the world yeah which is really cool also i mean one thing is so everyone point out you definitely can get paid a lot more living in new york landing a job in new york city versus other cities um a lot more opportunities there is it's you know it's the foundation or the cornerstone of a lot of very big companies a lot of big uh, big industries um you know a lot of industries uh, would start off here however which i find very interesting after uh covid is that people found a way to kind of game the system which you know what cheers to anybody who can gain the system <laughs> yeah these, these people like i'm I'm baffled right I'm baffled. <laughs> i can't do it myself because i have to be in my restaurant in new york but there are so many people that landed these big jobs here and then remote working started happening
2: well yeah we was with we was with a guest the other day auditioning Ooh. to uh, to have him on baffled and i think they were saying that like you realistically to live in manhattan you need to be earning like 200 300 000 a year just to like live rent get on do things it's that expensive and you've noticed it getting bigger throughout your life and getting more de- yeah, yeah. i mean
1: it, it not only notice it bigger but you also noticed the, the diversity right mm. as a as a kid it was really interesting to see certain neighborhoods turn to certain different like cultures yeah which which you've always heard is i'm sure you've heard this growing up as a kid maybe in like some of your neighborhoods you'd say oh that you know that neighborhood it's, it's really it's really uh it's big irish right big yeah. irish community right um you know in my neighborhood uh where my family lives now i've seen it like turn from like you know It was uh, mostly middle class working, you know, police officers, teachers, stuff like that um, to a very, very, very densely populated um, uh, like uh, Middle Eastern uh, community now, which is great because I get to go, go there and visit and like taste different foods. And like, you know, I enjoy like learning about other people's cultures, but the neighborhood's totally different than I grew up. And, you know, there's there's other parts of the city where, you know, you just you just watch how they've changed and watch how dense they are. And it's just something I find very fascinating.
2: So I think to sum it up, one in 38 US citizens live in New York. If you are thinking of moving to New York, don't bother. Yeah. We, don't, we don't need any more.
0: And i got to be honest, one in 38 US citizens uh, live in New York. And it felt last night that one in 38 US citizens were in this restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah,
1: They're coming for a different type of opportunity. <laughs> uh,
0: Brandon, you've brought some facts, auditioning to be our co-host. Hey now.
1: Okay drum roll. Audrey Munson, ladies and gentlemen, Audrey Munson. So, Audrey Munson, and there's a couple of cool things about her. Um, She was considered to be one of the first supermodels ever. So, when I think of, like, in my head who supermodels are, which is also really interesting, is, like, when you Google photos of her, it also shows, like, what the world and people used to look like back then. Audrey Munson was born in the late 1800s. Um... It was said that she was walking around Fifth Avenue in New York City, right, in the early 1900s. Um, She had to be around 13, 14, 15 years old. And Audrey Munson was spotted by a photographer, uh, artist, who said, "Ah, I want to use you as my muse. Yeah. Next thing you know, you can go around Manhattan, check out some sculptures, all those gilded, like, old sculptures. stunning. She's like a dozen of them. But then on top of that, hundreds and hundreds of people or hundreds of photos used her, you know, in the early 1900s. The next interesting fact about this young lady is talk about as we know at game shows today. Yeah, she took out an article in the newspaper and said, "Be my next husband and win like ten cents or something." Right? Wow! Crazy. Oh, wow, great! But this is where the story literally delves and gets even more interesting. And here's the article: Buffalo Times model tells how she found the perfect husband and was gonna, you know, pay for it. Yeah, he doesn't show up right he doesn't show up for this port. here's a girl who a young lady who essentially had everything everything right she was the first supermodel i think she was also named miss manhattan she was considered uh the the miss venus of the united states i mean she was like the crown jewel this guy doesn't show up sadly where the story takes a sad turn is her mom she had severe problems and issues of like you know mental issues after that because she was so like what, baffled, does he not why didn't yeah. show up? Why does he not want me? Her mom, and now things might be different now, put her in an institution. Wow. And she passed away in 1994, which I think is another interesting fact. The fact that we're talking about someone from the early 1900s, was born in the 1800s, and she was, never, she was around not too long ago. And she, wow. But sadly lived out her days in an institution, and an asylum. And hugely wow.
0: known for being jilted, mm, right?
1: The, right? The, the, the first supermodel and then thinking of the first, like how brilliant must have she been back then to say, let me take out an ad to find the perfect husband. I mean, who would have thought of that? Do
2: you know what? I, do you know where my mind's going with this? I'm like, I'm absolutely loving the fact that that guy... Nobody may, like nobody knows who he is. Oh yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, thinking. yeah, and there's probably, wow. There's, wow, probably there's probably somebody like you know just walking the streets, and that could have been their great great grandfather. Yeah, right. And like they have absolutely no idea that he could have been married or you know whatever with with, with Audrey Munson, and yeah, how What's, his life could have been different. That's exactly so was about Googling him? yeah. Was she super famous in New York or across America, or was she in New York big famous?
1: I mean, I think you have to say across America. Here, here's a young lady like you know, New York is the New York and she's most of the statues. So if you're coming to visit and you see these statues at Central Park or Columbus yes. Circle, these are some of the most famous statues, you know, considered in the world and she was named Miss Manhattan. That's a big name to well, be I've, uh,
2: I've just had a swift Google of her as well. She's a very beautiful woman as well, isn't she? You know, very attractive and you know, got the attributes of what you think a supermodel would have in the late 1800s. Right. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah. Uh, there we go. You learn something new every day. Supermodels existed in the late 1800s. Great. <laughs> and she was a queen of nicknames, by the way.
0: So Miss Manhattan, she was known as, she was known as the Panama Pacific girl. Ooh. The exposition girl. My favorite. Ooh. My favorite. American Venus. That's- there Brandon, without
2: being too, you know, rude and crude. Exposition girl. Where does your head go? When you think
1: of that. Oh, immediately, I think she liked pizza. Great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Keep it clean, gentlemen. Keep yeah. it clean. Oh. Why, where did your mind go?
2: <laughs> you
1: don't need to know. <laughs> yeah, 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 seriously. By the way, is it safe to say that Orgy Munson created the first Tinder?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, she did. But the problem is he swiped left or whatever the other one well, is. No, yeah, the, yeah, no, yeah. The problem
2: was he swiped right and then stood her up. Yeah. You're better off well not swiping at all. I'd super like I'd super, like, always did of you. you
1: guys ever use Tinder?
2: No, I've yeah. been with
1: my partner for so long, so oh. long. 13
2: years he's been with his partner.
1: That that was a sound of excitement, correct? Yeah,
2: okay, because you still so have to go home long. a lot, of it, a lot, of
1: it, yeah. <laughs> put uh, put the noose away. Go
0: yeah. ahead. I bet your if you've ever been on Tinder, Brandon, I hey, bet your no. Tinder game, uh,
1: I imagine your Tinder game would be quite strong, having
0: seen some of the emails that like we have corresponded with,
1: yeah, you know. I- I mean, I always thought about putting up a fake Tinder account, but if I did that right now, um, I'd have to use a super, 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 super old photo or a photo of you. That's my profile. And <laughs> it yeah, would do terribly. they would do. They'd be like, they'd, walk in the, they'd walk in the bar and be like, oh my God, not all, wait a minute, what? what, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes,
0: yes, yes. Nice. Right, first fact of the show for me, when you think about, New York City hmm. and the big tourist attractions, right? You've got the Empire Time State Square. Building, Times Square, <laughs> the Brooklyn Bridge, across uh, be- by Hudson, Grand-, <laughs> Grand Central, and those would all, you would imagine, get quite high ratings on TripAdvisor, on Google reviews, right? Yeah. In Poland, if you visit the Polish city of Shazeshin gave that pronunciation a go. Uh, Would you like me to help with Yeah? Yeah, where's that word? This one. Yeah, that's Szczesin. S-Z-C-Z-E-C-I-N. If you head to that city in Poland, uh, the most reviewed attraction in Google, the best trip advisor is a cat. Great. (laughs) Why? A cat named Gaczek, who lives on a road just south of the city centre, has been dubbed the King of Kazubska Streets. Many people from all around the world since 2020 have come to visit him. He's got 4.5, uh, 4.9. He's got 4.9, sorry, out of five on Google reviews. People travel from Norway, from Greece <laughs> to see Gatchek. Uh, the problem is, really doesn't really do much for the place as
2: well, doesn't it? That no, the attraction is a bloody cat. The problem anyway.
0: is right, uh, and I have a cat and mm. treats are the big issue. Right, regulating my cat's weight with treats is a big problem. Everyone comes to see this cat and wants to feed poor Gatchek so it's now not poor little Gatchek it's poor huge Gatchek that probably can't move much up the street yeah so that's what it's known it's got other things it's got a castle there it's got a port it's got a towering cathedral but the most recommended thing that you can see if you ever go to this session
2: is a cat named Gatchek it's funny it's funny though with with, with this sort of (coughs) concept sometimes I go to a city and I think the finer things and like the You know, really simple things are really cool to go and see. You know, like really, really cool. Like in London, for example, you've been to London often? Yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, have you ever heard about the Blue
1: Plaques? No.
2: So there's blue plaques in London and they're on buildings or places that are like high profiles. So you know when the Beatles performed on top of the building in Savile Row? Yep, there's a blue yep, plaque outside. Yeah, yeah. Or well, maybe
0: right, you know, there'll be one where in the hotel where Jimi Hendrix died.
2: Yeah. Oh, wow. And there'll be a blue plaque outside that kind of marks this is where this thing happened. Now that I think is way better than going to like Big be Ben.
1: Oh, interesting. You know? yeah, yeah, so yeah. It's like going to see the it cat. Does... Yeah, I'll go see the cat. <laughs> I mean, I mean the, the first thing I think is like, what happens if someone goes to Poland and captures that cat? Well, like, I, I Is all Poland's like... Yeah. Like it's the, interesting to know, the know the where your mind the goes. The gone?
0: Interesting to know where your mind goes in cat thievery and cat kidnapping <laughs> straight away. <laughs> is the cat just always positioned in the same place <laughs> as well? I, th- I think he, he kind of mooches about, but he is quite big now. He lives in a box out of the street. It's amazing. Like, in anywhere else, so weird, an institution it? like that would be heavily guarded. That, that's what I'm thinking. And deal. I wonder what what if it if is if
1: now? Get, You know, I hate to say it, and I don't want any animal lovers to cancel me, but... What happens if the cat's crossing the road gets hit by a car? Yeah,
0: right. I know you would need to guard it quite well, but there's nearly 400,000 people in
2: this city. But sometimes, do you know what it is? Like those, those little weird things catch on. And when they catch on, it's like an absolute goldmine, isn't it? Like if you've got a thing and then people... I'm trying to think of another example of like something really strange that I've noticed that when I've been traveling.
0: Well, I People mean, it, love it and everyone so
2: goes it, to see it. It's kind of
0: viral things... Over in the UK, strange places will get huge on TikTok, like a, a chip shop mm. called Binley Mega Chippy. What's oh. a chip shop? What is a chip Fish and chip shop. Oh, to oh chip. Chip. okay, food. A, pla- a place yeah, called yeah. Binley Mega Chippy nice. went, Binley shoot, Chippy. because of one song.
2: Binley Mega Chippy. So now... Binley <laughs> Mega <laughs> Chippy. Experience. I don't know it. I don't think do anyone you know knows that's,
1: the last line that's a, that's a theme of a different song yeah yeah no
2: it is but they changed it to Binny Mega oh, okay. Chippy and it yeah. went viral on TikTok so that tiny Shh.
0: thing made it huge people flocked from all around there's one also in the UK where the waitresses are just rude to you so they tell yeah, you to you know that. F off and stuff and, and yeah, yeah.
2: yeah so obviously Binley Mega Chippy the cat you know they're all things that have attracted people the by Hudson it's already busy yes but what could we what could we do what could, what could we could think of to get more people here what's the song
0: Pastor by Hudson. Hudson. No, we Past can do better than that. The, we
2: can do better. Yeah,
1: Maybe uh,
0: there's a song with Hudson in the name. Yeah, I think we'll think Something on that. Something by Rock Hudson, Perhaps.
1: We'll put it, wait, we'll put it uh, in okay. an email. We'll put well, it in an email go. to you. Uh, well, wait, and I'll uh, I'll throw it up the flagpole and see if it uh, <clears throat> yeah. gets back to you. Do you know uh, what? We'll uh, stick it on this Tinder. Is...
2: Do you know the best bit about all of it as well? If we come up with a song for Pastor by Hudson and we send Brandon the lyrics, we know that within a week we'll get like a music video
1: how cool would it be if we were the production. next in sync? Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah,
1: do you guys know in sync? It's an
2: American yeah, I'd be just in that situation. Of course, you would. Yeah, Colin, give us your second fact of the show. Okay, second fact of the show. Uh, Brian, I know you're a fan of Beyonce, and you maybe you can tell us a little story about Beyonce in a bit, Mozart. Sold more CDs than Beyonce in 2016. So, very quickly, Brandon. And I don't, like, I don't mean to... Mozart.
0: I don't, yeah, I was going to bring up... We have a, a, we have, we've had a lot of Mozart facts on the show, and every time we have a discussion over how to pronounce Mozart. Yeah. Mozart. I, I, mean, I
1: would say it's Mozart. How do you pronounce it?
0: Yeah, Mozart. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Connor's the only one that pronounces it Mozart.
2: Yeah. So the conversation Mozart, is every Mozart. time he's saying that's how you pronounce it. Uh, he saw more <laughs> CDs. More so saw more CDs in 2016 than bloody Beyonce. I'm
1: a little baffled. Did Mozart make
2: CDs? Well, I think it's all just CD now, isn't it? Yeah. Well, there was now, now that's what I call Baroque. Now that's
0: what I call classical. You know, the big hits, the big hits. The big yeah. ones, the big bangers. Yeah. Big what was he Beyonce. around,
1: by the way? Uh, was it 1800s or a bit yeah, earlier? Yeah, right? I would think so. And he's still slinging away. That estate must have a lot of money. Oh, no. well, so he was born in 1756 and died in 1791. So, did he die when he was 35 years old?
2: 35 years old. but also Not
1: born. even that. And we're still talking about him in the 2000s. I mean, the guy's brilliant, by the way. We know uh, that. And yeah, still. His bad. music is. Yeah. great as well. I listen to it all the time. I love it.
2: You, yeah. you go over to Spotify, 6.5 million monthly listeners they're putting in yeah. right there.
1: Still. Yeah, crazy. Bigger than but Beyonce. That still, still doing that, that. That. I, I could totally see that because that brings up a, another interesting fact. Is that when you ask people what's the most popular music in New York? And listen, it's no, it's no, uh, it's no secret that New Yorkers are a little jaded, and we think that we're the center of the world. True. Um it's very true, right? Uh, but if you asked um, in New York, hey, what's the most popular music? A lot of them would probably say, oh, hands down, it's like hip hop or pop. When it's not even close, to most mm. popular n- music in the United States is country. Country, country love, right? love country. Chris, Chris Stapleton. So, oh, right there we go. Blake Shelton, I know him so um when you think about when you think about music you say, oh it's country it makes sense because Beyonce who is obviously one of the most iconic pop stars we know today um, but at the end of the day, Mozart around the world sure. everyone listens to it sure. people are downloading it on a daily basis when they want to relax, when they want to like just uh, stretch their mind and think about things mm. um, and I would say that beyonce is. You know, you're going to listen to a certain time of, you know, when you want to, like, you know.
2: Get up and dance the same Yeah. yeah. But
1: like, you're just listening to all the time. Yeah. Everywhere in the entire world, which I'm not necessarily sure if you could if say the same thing, that you would listen to Beyonce's music all the time. And the proof is right there, what you just said. Sure.
2: I agree. Huge. That's staggering. Yeah, it's a lot, isn't it? It's a lot. It, and
0: it always brings us back to the fact that, like, yeah, Barack Obama has won more Grammy Awards than people you would ever think of. Yeah. And that always happens. Always, just because of the audiobook category, which is staggering. Um, I, yeah, I love it. I mean, when
1: I put on my iPod, I literally tend to put on Barack Obama. Yeah? Just
0: saying anything? Yeah. Just man. whispering your sweet nothings. Yeah. Just okay.
2: shouting in your ear.
1: Just right. getting you
0: up for the day. Getting you up for the day. This
2: magic moment. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe that could be the song <laughs> for Pastor by Hudson.
1: Pastor by Hudson, ye will last forever.
2: Can I get a little pomodoro? get? That- and then you could just have somebody walk in this magic moment. And then I think it. Right.
1: Pa- the why do you have to outshine you with his voice? Yeah.
2: The by Hudson song surely needs to be 500 miles by the
0: proclaimers. Um, yes! And I would I would walk 500 miles for
2: that. When ball. I get up. There you go. When I get up. Yeah, you know what I'm going to need. I'm going to need a little by Hudson for me.
0: Papa Darley. When I go home. Well, yeah, you know so I'm going to be, this gonna run be and thinking, thinking about around around the longest song By in the world today. with none of us knowing the lyrics. And I couldn't... Okay.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think we'll refine that Walk soon.
1: 500 <laughs> miles <laughs> and I couldn't walk... all okay, right, sorry. What was one of the songs we played when you guys walked in last night? Drink 500 Quartz. Um, <laughs> yeah, there we go. Brandon, give us your second fact of the show, mate. Right? Uh, do you guys... Okay, so you guys like pizza? I love mm. pizza. Do they have... A, Mm-hmm. uh grandma slice in London have you heard of grandma that? slice yeah. no I don't no, know, I know what it no. is we've got like that.
2: Neapolitan New York slice Detroit all that
1: by the way I have a funny thing about New York slice once I was in Italy once and I uh I go up the I'm at the uh the counter and I see on the menu it's like New York pizza and I'm like oh, that's interesting like first of all just like baffled that you're in you know here I am in Naples which is where by the way they say pizza was invented um and
2: they've got a New York slice and they
1: have New York slice do you know what they and of course I had to get it because I wanted to see what it was because in the description I already saw what was going to come but I was like I got to see what they do with this do you know what they think of us in New York Uh, what was it you You, you can't make this up they served me a mm, plain cheese pizza pie topped with french fries and ketchup
2: great (laughs) great What a mix. Dude. Cuts the middleman, right? <laughs> yeah. uh, cuts the middleman. Don't need a side of fries with that. Yeah, eating. like, like, oh my God. But did they have a grandma slice on the menu?
1: They didn't, but here's the fun oh, fact yeah. about grandma slice. It's, it's pretty popular in the US, right? And I'd be, be curious to see like, where other countries have it. But the grandma slice, which is really famous here, was uh, invented in the mid-1960s out of a restaurant called Umbertos on Long Island, which is like, just fun fact that you think about how popular that pizza is and it's right near where we are right now right outside the city about 15 20 miles um close to actually where my uh, some of my family live but so umberto's and i'll give them a shout out they are one of the best they've been around a really long time they keep expanding and another fun fact about them was when the new york giants i think you guys have heard of them yeah yeah they play a different type of football when <laughs> the new york giants uh were in the super bowl us americans we love doing things over the top or like anything you could put on TV and like watch um, like a great chase um, literally the New York Giants uh, request was to have um, Burtles before the, the the pizza before they went to the Super Bowl so they didn't go to Burtles no they took the pizza to them delivered it to the plane to be flown to the Super Bowl great. did
2: they win do we know if they won Oh, the New York Giants? They did win that year, yes. So the Grandma did. Slice, then, I
1: mean, I'm intrigued more I on hope. that, then. So where did that originate from? I think it's rectangular, right? It's rectangular, correct. It's like, it would be the equivalent to like a, it would look very similar to like a Sicilian slice. Okay. But the only difference is like, the toppings and the preparation. But, and do we know um,
2: why it got the name Grandma? Oh, that's interesting. Is it because the grandma maybe come up with it or invented it? You know, it?
1: you can look that up, but I'm pretty, uh, but I would imagine that's pretty good And you can get guess. that
2: everywhere or just at that restaurant? No, right
1: now you can get that pretty much everywhere. Right. Grandma Slice has really taken off to the point where like no one would have ever have guessed that it was out of a, a little pizzeria in Long Island. Wow, wow. Yeah. Do you know Grandma Slice? I, I don't just because that's a style of pizza. It's a My square idea. shape and... Yeah. And and I do really thin crust pizza. Um, come to Pasta by Hutton, get a really so, thin crust pizza. It's really good, by the way. Get the shrimp calamari.
0: Apparently, the origins <laughs> uh, apparently the origins of grandma pizza can be traced back to the early 20th century, uh, when Italian immigrants developed a way of cooking the pizza uh, from with very simple ingredients and very home uh, grown apparatus. Really, so it's meant to be humble. It's meant to be low grade, which is why it's called grandma's pizza.
1: Well that makes sense, yeah. There's something quite warming
2: about it as well, though. Yes. Like I feel like if I was on if I was looking at a menu and I had like Neapolitan, Detroit, it's all of it. And then there was like Grandma Pizza. I'd be Detroit. Like Detroit pizza. Is it the Ch- Detroit pizza? What is Chicago Deep dish. Chicago, Chicago Deep dish, yeah. <laughs> Close. And that's um, I also like the
1: way you say Detroit. Detroit. And then Grandma'd be like, yeah, I need to get the Grandma yeah. Pizza. It's like a Sunday gravy. Yeah. It's very warm and comforting. I'm
0: yeah, like- I think so too. Yes. Warm yeah. and comforting. What else is amazing is that in the UK we have pizza. Just pizza. But here- You've got the New York Slice, you've got the Deep Dish, you've got the Grandmas, you've got the the other ones. There's yeah. just so many different things yeah. that you can use to say pizza.
2: Domino's, Papa J's, <laughs> Pizza Hut, Farmhouse, Pizza Express, Greg's, Ziz's,
1: Ask, Spare. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Lots of options. Uh. I mean, like, so not only is New York the melting pot of people in the world, it's also the melting pot of pizzas.
2: Yeah, yeah. Oh, and Home Slice, by the way. Home Slice, how you best doing? Pe- best pizza in London is called Yard Sale, but that's for a different day.
1: Home slice. What do I call out my friends? What's up, Home Slice? What's
2: up, Home Slice?
1: <laughs> right, second fact of the
0: show for me. Uh, and this is another food one. And it, and it strikes me because I don't know if it's the same over here, brother but when, when, when you're in the UK and you want to go on a diet or maybe you want to eat healthily, usually you'll have for breakfast like a bagel. Mm. You know, like avocado on a bagel, salmon on a bagel. <laughs> I know, and this is right. A bagel, a New York bagel specifically, is the equivalent to eating a half a loaf
2: of bread. Well, the thing is, I had a New York bagel on my first morning here, and we're now on the last day, and I'm still recovering. <laughs> a half, and this is what because I do it when I want to, you know, trim a
0: bit. When I'm when I'm feeling healthy, I'll have a bagel. For some reason, it just makes me feel healthier. When I just realise I'm probably eating cake, yeah. <laughs> so I want "What
1: like, to- is a nice." Dense piece of cake. Dense piece of cake. I
0: wanted to know, like, in your years in, in the restaurant game with food, mm. is there something that we, we think is kind of much better than it is or that we have no clue about what, what these things
1: actually are? Oh, interesting.
0: Good question. Yeah, that's a
1: great question. It's a great question. Oh, I try to... <laughs> I try, you know, you know it's interesting, in New- especially in New York, the um, you know, people who are big on you because know, sometimes it's, uh, it's mandated that you have to have, if you have X amount of restaurants, you have to have the calorie counts. I'm sure, you've seen it. I've right? seen this. Yeah, yeah. the calorie counts. Um, Even
2: like Starbucks, they have it on the coffees.
1: Once you're once you hit a certain amount of locations, you have to have it. They don't want to do it to the smaller mom and pop places, but they regulate the bigger ones, right? right. Um, and then I sit there and I go and I walk into my favorite place, and I look up and I go, "I'm about to get an egg croissant at a popular place I go to, and it's twelve hundred calories, and, and you you know, and it." it, it Baffled. As a restaurant Baffled owner sometimes a, how much they are.
0: <laughs> is that good for you? As, is, is that good for a restaurant owner to kind of make
2: people realize maybe what they're eating? I think there's benefits to it and pros and
1: cons. You, you, bring, you bring a very con- great concept uh, or, a, or a great philosophy or thought process. When you... And not just possibly Hudson, but I'll use me as an example. Um, I mean, people are very health conscious in general. <clears throat> yeah. And they want to know that they can come to a restaurant and everything they're eating is going to be, you know, made fresh or, or good. And people you know, naturally when you have fresh ingredients, they're usually more healthy for you, right? Mm. And uh, and also taste much better. So yeah, so here we use most of our menus, you know, we're health conscious. Most of our menu is, so even if we have like pizza and, and you're thinking, oh my God, it's pizza. Our pizza's thin crust. We don't put yeast in it, but it's also, it's made, made with fresh ingredients. Our pasta is made fresh every day, which is also why if you ever go to a restaurant and you have the pasta and like it sits on you and you feel bloated, but you go to Italy and you eat a lot of pasta, and you don't feel bloated it's because they don't put a lot of like the uh the stuff that you know sits on the shelf right it's, it's fresh pasta, and we make it here too, so you have to eat our pasta it's, like, oh.
2: it's funny you say that actually because um that was, and I'm not just saying this because we're here, but we had a we had a we had some pasta here the other night, yeah, and it was a big bowl of pasta, like the portions here are good size you know which the u k isn't great for sometimes the portions are always <laughs> small here you have a bowl of pasta, you, you're full, and I felt great after like I didn't feel oh and like yeah. oh I woke up the and I felt good you know like because it's fresh and it's good I understand what you're saying is, is it bad though yeah, there's no though? preservatives there yeah it just tastes good makes you feel yeah. good
0: I wonder if it's bad for a restaurant though because m- m- maybe some of the more uh, e- elegance the wrong word decadent foods yeah. that may be a bit more luxurious that are meant to be treats I, I wonder if having the calorie count there because it's not all about calories in co- in- incoming and, ex- and in yeah. getting out whether that's good whether they'll you know like a chocolate key cheesecake or something
1: I mean, I guess it goes back to right, everything in moderation. Yeah. Sure. Right? If, if I'm going to go out to a nice fancy restaurant or any restaurant that has fresh food or I know that like this restaurant is known for being, you know, not a uh, – the, the the menus like light and healthy and it's not crazy uh, in fat content and how, high calories. At the end of that meal, I'm going to eat a nice fat piece of chocolate cake. Yeah. Treat myself. Mm, I say, chocolate cake. Nice I sound say, <laughs> mm.
0: <laughs> Welcome to the Train Happy Podcast with me, Tally Rye. This is the podcast that helps you have a feel-good relationship with fitness, food, and body image. Each week, we'll be digging into an intuitive and inclusive approach to our health and well-being as we're joined by leading experts, friends of mine, and you to hear more about the journey of letting go of diet culture and feeling good in the skin you're in. It's a podcast for everyone, no matter what body you're in. You can find us wherever you found this podcast. Just search Train Happy wherever you get your podcasts and hit follow.
2: A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance.
0: Thank you very much for listening to the show, by the way. Um, yeah, it's been we have had an incredible time stateside, and we have given out a lot of merch. Oh, we've given out loads of
2: merch. Yeah. Merch? Like merchandise? Yes, yeah, sure. Yeah, we've socks. I got a pin.
0: 2.6% of Americans live in NYC. I think 2.6% of Americans now have a Baffled badge.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. If just, you wanna, sorry,
0: want yeah. then we on the street. <laughs> yeah. If you, if you want to get some merch, uh, head to baffledpod.com. What, what two colours do you think go the best together?
1: Uh, orange and blue, yellow and blue, anything we anything bright. No,
0: there's actually green. three: is orange, orange, pink, and purple. That's we, what we, we thought that would make a, a a wonderful blend that people would happily wear around. Them. There we yeah. go.
2: Yeah. Also, as well, we'd like to hear from you on who you have enjoyed this week as well. Yeah, infobafflepod.com Who's like the front running yeah who's
0: winning the race to
2: be the
0: yeah. next co-host mm-hmm. um yeah info at to say hello it's baffledpod.com for everything you can even get merch there mm-hmm.
2: connor last fact of the merch. show okay give it to well, us i want to give you uh yeah i want to give you my last fact but i'm just gonna have to find it
1: hold on there we go what so what have you guys really quick while he's looking for it unless he gets it right away what's the most favorite place you visited in new york city
0: uh, this like this time i have to say it's been exploring more of this end because when you come, you know, to, the, to New York City, you tend to do the tourist traps. You know, you do the Empire State Building, you do uh, Brooklyn Bridge, you do the big fat cat that lives in Times Square, that kind of thing. Uh, the big fat cat that lives in Times Square? Yeah, you come over from Poland, yeah. And <laughs> yeah. so, uh, but it's been exploring a bit more of this end, like wandering around places that I would never go, eat places that I wouldn't know about. Yeah. And it's yeah. And actually, that's been that's been great to have someone like you here to be like the maven, the recommendation king. It's like, hey, you want burgers? Bam, go to this place. (laughs) Really good. And it's so important to know someone like that.
1: Did you ever find good Chinese food when you were here? No, I've not, no. Get it after this.
0: Yeah, but if you think my traveling tummy tickle that always happens is going to be good with, you know, I've got to get on a plane tomorrow and that plane isn't
2: flying with me in the toilet the whole time, (laughs) I can bet you that now. Connor, what's your last fact of the show? There's a strange town in Poland, another Poland fact for you, where all 6,000 residents live on the same street. I've got a picture for you. That's what it looks like. (laughs) Why? (laughs) Yeah? So it's dubbed Little Tuscany due to its unusual layout. It's called Saloszawa. It's a village in southern Poland that lies around 29 kilometres northwest of Krakow, with all the action clustered along a single nine-kilometer street. They all live in harmony alongside one. That's White. a lot. With long strips of land for gardens, too, which you can obviously see. That is my worst nightmare. <laughs> imagine, imagine your favourite restaurant right at the end of the strip. You've got to walk through the whole bloody thing to just know. to get there. We
0: were talking the other day, Brandon, walking through uh, New York about the, the grid system, right? And yeah. it's like a perfectly laid-out place. And that if you travel down one road, say for instance, this road, 7th Avenue. You know, it changes within, like, miles. You're in one neighborhood on the same street, yeah.
2: and then it moves to another one, and another one, and mm. another one. And that's been designed well. This has not been designed well. No, this hasn't been designed well. No, it's just a straight strip. But the good thing is you're surrounded by grass, which I think is always good. Yeah. You've got a big old bloody garden as well. But, yeah, Brandon, could you do that? Because you live on a strip with everyone
1: around you? I mean, if you had to walk through that every single day... Same person. Think about how many people you'd have to say hello to every single day. Same person every I'd day. I'd probably wind up becoming, like, some sort of loner, Right. Yeah. You know when the horses like, and they yeah. have the things on the side of their eyes? Yeah. I don't know what those are called. We can figure that out later. But I'd probably get one of those, so I wouldn't have to, like, just. I don't want, yeah. I mean, how do you go to work in the morning? It would take you an hour and a half by the time I get, I mean, first of all, because I'm quite outgoing, and I love talking to people, so inherently, it would probably take me four to five hours just to get off the block.
2: I also think that 6,000 people is a bloody lot. It's loads.
1: Well, here's something interesting.
2: Oh, it's uh, blink Blinker. Blinker,
1: interesting. Wow, Blinker. It's,
0: uh, it, I mean, you as an outgoing chap, and probably, well, probably all of us really, but like you who knows a lot of people, you would be like quite royally f- because <laughs> you wouldn't spend any time with anyone because you'd go and see, I don't know, Jerry who lives at one end of the street, and then right there's your five seconds up. I need to go and see Paulie who lives down the other side of the street. You'd be walking back and forth, but you'd never have actual any time
1: with people. I would tell you this I probably had the best tavern in all of that block. Yeah, you just set it up in the middle. Ah. I take over the more space. It'd take I- you
2: bloody ages. You are right. Having known Brandon for this time, you'd yeah. be completely. You go and get milk, and it'd be three days. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. 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 Be
2: like, where's Brandon? Like, what's going on? Just oh, he's at Mildred's, who lives at number
0: twenty nine. Yeah, he's yeah.
2: up there <laughs> yeah, having a chat. He's be- milk with him. Oh <laughs> God! Yeah. Three days later, the milk comes back out of day, Great. <laughs> Off we go again.
0: Off we go. Again. <laughs> I
2: have
1: to go back out to get more milk.
2: You just be like. <laughs>
1: (laughs) Get something that doesn't have an expiration date.
2: You have to just keep you in the house and just be like, right, you can't do anything. Yeah. Yeah. What a joy. Uh, What what did you say his name was? I'm not going to attempt it again, but it's in Poland. All right. (laughs) Kalawa Zawawa.
1: Yeah. Did you know I'm part Polish? Really? My Grammy, which I can't even pronounce her last name, is like Wada Szynski or something. And that's what I love about American history and New York when you think about, when you asked why do people come here. I mean, it, yeah. it's really because of opportunity, right? Sure. Um, on the Upper East Side where I used to live on around 96th and 1st, down the block is a really cool old Irish, I'm sorry, old Polish uh, church. And it's where my Grammy got married Great. in the early like, 1900s. And they still have her documentation from there. And my Grammy and her family, they were born and lived in the same town in Poland as Pope John Paul, the, I think the second it was. He was originally from Poland also.
0: Yeah, I, wow. think, I think he's from, uh, yeah, I think Krakow. I think, that's- because I think I've been there and seen him. You've been to what? Poland?
1: Yeah. Wow. Oh, cool. Um, no, no, That's where my, my Grammy was from.
0: It's, it's, this is the name of the place. Not sl- slightly different from what you said. So that's uh, our. Everyone
1: lives on the same S-
0: street. Shower, I would say. The town where everyone lives on the same street.
1: I mean, would you like that, Dan? Would you live in this town where everyone lives on the same street?
0: Uh, no, I, I would. I would be pretty bad. Like no, I'm, I'm yeah, quite. I think, like uh, yeah, I, I'm dope. outgoing. You know, I like to go and see people, like you. But I, I think. I need you know, my time. I think quite seriously. Just the pressure of doing that would just lock me in my room. I could, you know, I'd. Work from home though. I do a lot of ro- remote working.
1: Yeah, it probably won't work for me either. <laughs> but um, when you think
2: known, <laughs> Brandon as well it would be like one end of the strip would be the house, the restaurant would be at the other, and it'd just be a bloody nightmare. <laughs> way up every just day, up every day, down. seven and
1: a half hours late. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. Uh, Amazing.
0: Right, last fact of the show, Brandon. This is the big chance, the big chance one. to
1: impress. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, let me. See. What, what can I pull out of my uh, my bag of tricks? Um Okay. Well, it's it's no secret that I've uh, been very fortunate to live a little bit of a cinematic lifestyle. I know, and I've had the opportunity of meeting a lot of people and befriending a lot of people. And one fact is, I am on. One of the biggest pop stars in the world's uh, album. Uh,
2: so, to give you an understanding as well as to how busy and popular Brandon is, I can see over his shoulder right now. There's 620 missed calls. on his phone.
0: That would set the, for a, for the slightly younger generation who are obviously <laughs> beset by mental health problems. That that would screw <laughs> me and Connor up. I would oh, say it's yeah. the knowledge that that's their lingering. But just that, that, like to praise you, this. We had a good chat with Brandon the other day about simply everyone he knows, and there's like stories about the most famous pop stars and d- film
2: directors. You've saved movies. But it's you're been on a on, uh, least. single. You're on a big, big, big hit.
1: Yeah. So, um, here's a cool fun fact. I'll. I'll uh,
2: well, it let, let, let,
1: it's you're tearing up my heart when I'm with you. Is that you. He's <laughs> him. Yeah. That's he exactly was Justin Timberlake. Oh. Oh. Yes. 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 Um, 180 pounds later. So. um... <laughs> I, I ate Justin Timberlake. <laughs> yeah. uh, Beyonce, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, oh man. Queen Bee. To be fair
2: though, <laughs> not as good as Mozart, is she. Not
1: nah, as good as, as Mozart.
2: Mo- that would be Don't impressive. Don't say that. <laughs> let, me, let me take Get a Get me in guess. trouble. Was you in the single ladies video? Um,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. what, oh, oh, oh. what song are you on, What song are you on? Here's the context of it. Here's the cool story. So uh, I had been taking care of her and um, Jay Z for many years at an old restaurant I used to work at, um, and they they couldn't be any nicer. And I had a lot of cool stories about them um, when they used to come to that restaurant. But um, one one was she. This was back when they were doing uh, to the left, to the left,
0: everybody, irreplaceable, to
1: yeah. the left, to the, you must not in know the closet, that's my spot. <laughs> so, um, so I get a call and they're like, "Hey, it was. I think it, was, it might have been around the holidays, and uh, they were like, hey, do you want to come by the studio? Beyonce's." Uh, yes. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. Well, at the, at the time, you know, I'd be curious to see if my memory is as good as I think it is. I want to say it had to be around '09. Oh, I just love
2: as well when people ask you ridiculous questions, <laughs> like, like Jay Z and Beyonce. Would you like to pop by the studio? <laughs> no. And I've got so many no, questions. Actually, no, I just got no. <laughs> Yeah, i might go home. very quickly before we get into it, right? <laughs> sorry. Uh, very quickly before we get into Lose it. And my number. Yeah.
0: Irreplaceable must have been a bit earlier. I think, I think Irreplaceable was out by at least 07. But I'm just very curious. When you say you, you take care of people, you take care of celebrities, that's what people say.
1: Yeah. What, what does that mean? Well, the the, the the big restaurant I used to work at, right? Um, they they would come in all the time, amongst a ton of other people, right? I mean, like you name it, like if you started going down a list of like big A list celebrities, or uh, there's a 99 percent chance Jay Z,
0: Beyonce, the Baffled Boys, we've all met, baff- yeah, the Baffled, yeah, yeah, like
1: I probably met them, and and uh, when restaurants are very popular, especially in New York City, the one thing people want is one, they want the privacy, and two, they want to be able to get into a place right away, and they want to have like just a room by themselves. Uh, One time, they'd come in, uh, Jay-Z and Beyonce, and they loved the pizzas at this restaurant I was at. Um, You notice that pizzas follow me around, I love pizza. Um, I've always been in the the Italian industry. Um, So they'd uh, brought their own caviar, and I think they might even be vegan now, but back then they they weren't, and they'd order the pizzas, and they, not like caviar, like if you and I were to go to a store and buy like a jar of caviar, they unlock like a briefcase, Wow. It has caviar in it and scoop it out and put it on top of our pizza at the time. What is that
2: costing, that level of caviar?
1: Oh, I don't, we didn't sell it. They brought their own caviar in. in what a do you case. think, though, in terms of oh, your knowledge? I, I, in terms of my knowledge? Uh, is a lot a number? <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that a number? Yeah, oh, I know, I know what it cost. I can't afford it. Yeah. Um, that's what that's what it costs. I can't afford it. Let's just let's just put it at that. If I can't afford it, it, doesn't even matter at this point. Um, but I was just like perplexed, and I was like, I was like, that's kind of cool. One day I want to be able to do that. And actually, the funny part is, I threw a New Year's Eve party here um, uh, back in January, right? And there was a kid that was invited, who's a friend of a friend, and he owns a caviar company, and I'm quite one. i apologize, I don't remember the name, but he brings a whole lot of caviar down. He's in my private room to the left. And we we're doing pizzas all night long. So he calls me over. He goes, oh, you know, I wanted to meet you. Why don't you taste my caviar, please? And I was like, oh, of course. I'm t- like, it's freaking delicious. And then I was like, give me a second. Fired up a pizza, brought it down. I was like, we're going to try something. Great! I, all those years, i would never done it. And I was like, let's put caviar on top of pizza. And the, the kid who owns the caviar company was like, mind blown. He was like, never even thought of doing it. Right. And uh, it was a special treat. But going back to finishing that quick story Sorry. was, no, I, uh, I get called up and I wind up going to the studio and at the time it was with my girlfriend and I brought another friend of mine who was into like music at the time and I was like you should really come funny part is me fan huge fan love the music we walk in My my girlfriend at the time could care less <laughs> she was like When's this ending? Where are we going to eat afterwards? And then my friend that I was with is really into music. So all he would care about is like the speakers, the switchboards. He's looking around everywhere but in the actual studio. And I'm like, does anyone care that we're in a room and Beyonce is singing to us? So she was like behind like the glass. And she'd be like, when I say to the left, you guys. And so she'd be like, to the left. And then she points us and be like. To the left, to the left. So that's you. Yeah, I'm in the background. Doing place. Yeah, yeah.
0: one of the best Beyoncé songs. Is it Is just that, you?
1: No, there was it was a bunch, I would say there was probably forty or fifty people in that room. Wow. Maybe I mean, my memory's a little yeah, but uh it was it was definitely a fun and interesting night. Was Jay-Z in there as well? Yeah, I bet uh, there was just yeah. like
2: so much expensive gear. Like yeah. champagne, yeah. watches, caviar ah. Fair play. I said we've spoken to many people
0: on this trip that you are the you are the closest to Beyonce, I would say. Yeah,
2: we're one step away. We are officially now yeah. one see, step away. There, there's, you know, Kevin Bacon, right? Yeah, there's, so, so, so the six degrees. Yeah, of Kevin yeah Bacon. say they say
1: six degrees of Kevin Bacon. You could say six degrees of Brandon Faye. Oh yeah. What? Well, hang see. on. Do you know Kevin Bacon? I personally do. I know him. No, no, no. But I mean, I took care of so a lot, a lot. Actually, here's here's an interesting fact. Kevin Bacon, he was, I think, on David Lennon when he said this, which is really cool because it's one thing if you know the story, but it's another thing if he talked about it, which is really uh, brilliant. Kevin Bacon, uh, so the company that I used to work with, a big restaurant group, um, they had a restaurant at Lincoln Center that had been there since, like, the 70s. Kevin Bacon's been around for a very long time. Um, he was a food runner or a busser at that restaurant, the same restaurant group that I had worked with many years later, and had gotten fired because he said he told the story on there. I think it was on David Lennon or something. That um, he was running out the kitchen with a tray of like burgers or something in ketchup and then tripped and everything fell onto like a table. Uh, I think the owner might've been there that day. And the owner was like, listen, uh, maybe this is not the right industry for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and then many years later, it's Kevin Bacon. Oh, but wow. yeah, but he would always come in, him and uh, his wife would always come into the restaurant I worked, So uh, nice guy.
0: Connor and I are two degrees from Kevin Bacon. And te- what, te- like, technically, Cause you know him, slightly. yeah. yeah and we know yeah. you,
2: yeah. And also, I my phone is EE.
0: Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. So I don't know if he does that over here. What, what is that? <laughs> so, Kevin <laughs> my Bacon. Phone is, what? Kevin Bacon's like the U like the face of a UK phone network called EE.
2: Oh wow. Okay. And I, cool. I, I use EE, so I'm even, oh. you know I'm in that extra bit closer. Yeah. yeah. Well done. Well <laughs> yeah,
1: done. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> is he the face? Yeah, that's uh, pretty popular, right? The, like for the fastest broadband
0: ever. The, the, the best one, and I, like I don't know if, if this will make the cut, but like we have like take it like Deliveroo right yeah. in in the UK we've got something called Just Eat which looks quite ropey it looks a bit naff and the face of that is Snoop Dogg ah oh, there we go Just Snoop Dogg rapping about some <laughs> about some delivery companies. it's mental isn't it
2: thanks sir, mate that, and that's a phone company just a little, yeah just, a little, just, just, just in case you that's, a, that's know. a takeaway company you no know, a delivery company oh a delivery you, company delivery company you <laughs> never heard about Snoop Dogg does <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, i am interested. Hey, everybody say what a Chiro! Hey Chiy! You, hey. you, you, you oh, no! <laughs> you can't you can't see right now, ladies and gentlemen. But Chiro, who's from Naples, just walked in the, the door getting ready to start his day. Um he helps you make the pizza here. One of the most talented, talented individuals ever. Never so, tried a
2: pizza by him. Wow. <laughs> oh, I'm Joey, I can't I, keep hitting more food in this place. I,
1: before you, honestly, before you leave, we have to make a churro caprese, and you have to try it. <laughs> right. uh, we're we're in,
2: <laughs> we're in, we're in. It's been a great
1: episode so <laughs> right. far.
0: Last back to the show, and we are di- because we're in America. One of the, uh, the the foundations of baffled throughout the years have been mental American laws. <clears throat> yeah. Right? Okay. So we're diving back into it. In yeah. Florida, it's illegal to fart in a public place after six o'clock on a Thursday.
2: And do you, know, do you know the worst bit about that? Six o'clock on a Thursday in the UK, after that time, everybody's drunk and eating food. So everybody's farting. Thursday in London is the night out. In Florida, I don't know. But I imagine most people are going to be eating greasy yeah. food. Yeah. Loads if of you ask, it's illegal to fart in a public place after 6pm on a Thursday. What would you implement fart laws that are passed by Hudson? What do you reckon? Five?
1: You know three five know, o'clock. Happy hour starts at four. Um, right. <laughs> I'll tell you this much. If the three of us go to Florida one day, we're gonna have to stay on Thursday nights.
2: Yeah, I was yeah. <laughs> or we could just all like break the law and look at each other and go Just break the law. Yeah. yeah.
1: We can all look at each other and go, Hey, did uh did Adam bring enough money for Bell?
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Adam on. Foster, ladies and gentlemen, the
0: producer. What? Hey. That is it for this week's episode of Baffled. And seriously, uh, Brandon, you're on socials, right? You're on Instagram. You're a little on... something,
1: something. yep. you're Cook, on uh, cooking. With... Go ahead. I'm yeah, yeah.
0: No, no, please, cooking with Brandon.
1: Yeah, cooking with Brandon. You can follow. You can find me there, and has a link to my uh, two restaurants. And uh, yeah, always on Instagram.
2: And also, if you're ever in New York as well, or you live here and you've never been here, Pastor By Hudson and the Perry Club, just check it out. Just yeah. check it out. It's great because
0: it, it like I've without, without, without gushing. I, the food is fantastic and uh, the company that is is provided by is absolutely worth sticking around for it's been an absolute joy chatting to you this week it's been a joy yeah being, baby back at you of, guys being kind of taken into your family here and yeah it's been an absolute pleasure
2: just to finish off Brandon you yeah. have to come to London I need this character I need to see how this character unfolds you just pick him up plonk him in Piccadilly Circus <laughs> yeah. and just watch <laughs> oh we, just watch we, yeah here you go Brandon go ahead
1: great would, would you take me to like a sporting event there I'll take you wherever you want to go nice I, I would the love the whole bloody thing I would
2: in. love to great. see
0: you at something like a, a football game at, at Millwall traditionally one of the uh, all, all West Ham like hard men all around swearing and screaming at these poor little ah yes football. and then there's you with your lovely scarf your bright coloured t-shirts <laughs> and trainers they're all
2: shouting like oh the f- West Stand Brandon's there, like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> and then I walk in and I go
1: Manchester United, <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah, at that point, it's home time, yeah. yeah.
0: Baffledpod.com is where you need to go, Brandon. It's been an absolute pleasure, thanks so much. Back at you, lads. Uh, cooking with Brandon is where you need to go to follow him on the socials, and let's see what happens in the search for a brand new co host. Thanks for listening, Baffledpod.com. We'll see you next week.